Hi, Sophie. Welcome. Hi, Lara. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Uh, so, would you like to share with our audience what do you do? What do you do for for parents? For parents, uh, well, I'm a sleep consultant and parent coach, um, and I help in a nutshell, I guess. <laughs> that go, yeah, I help uh, parents uh, connect with their children in order to help them sleep better. So, uh, sleep is the main focus of my work, but heavily involved with the parent-child connection aspect, and and uh, yeah, it's very close to my heart. Mm, and whereabouts are you based? Uh, I'm in Australia on the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, so I uh, we just moved from San Diego, been living in San Diego for four years and just come back to Australia. So it's nice to be back on home soil. Oh, yes. And so do you have you worked with parents in America as well? Uh, America, all over the world, really, because uh, you know, most of my consults uh, via uh, you know Skype or um, or phone that uh, it's nice to be able to help parents all over the world. So I've had clients pretty much everywhere you could you could think of. Mm. And, and what brought you to doing this particular thing? Uh, well, I've got four kids myself, and so I'm not a stranger to sleep difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> the main, if I can go back, the main catalyst was probably my second child, uh, feeling almost broken from lack of sleep. Mm. And I actually ended up getting a sleep consultant myself and experiencing the change of, you know, from having no sleep myself. Uh, and you know my baby not getting any sleep to the transformation of actually you know getting more than like one or two hours sleep in a row overnight and how much better it made me feel and my health improved uh, I sort of I thought yeah and, and being a parent myself and having so many friends with kids you realize such a what a big part of parenting sleep is or lack thereof and most people everywhere as parents have I don't think I know any parents who have just been able to sleep through the night or, you know, don't have sleep problems with their children. Mm. So uh, knowing that and knowing the transformation I went through, I just really wanted to help other parents that were in my situation going through a similar thing to help them experience, yeah, some of the kind of, yeah, the the joy I felt after get for getting sleep after not having it for so long. So that was kind of the main catalyst um, for wanting to start this journey. Um, and that was eight years ago now. So mm. happened in that time. Oh, amazing. And so from, from your journey of eight years, what is the, the biggest thing or the biggest problem that you found parents have had during that time? Uh, I would say the emotional and physical toll that lack of sleep has on, yeah, I mean, on, on their whole life. It's not just about you know, not getting the sleep that you want. It's about, you know, breakdown of, of, of marriages because mm. you're exhausted and stressed and uh, your families that have been like physically unwell because they haven't had the sleep they need. Mm. Um, you know, breakdown of the family unit, breakdown of the parent-child connection, which is really common. You think about, uh, you know, how much parenting takes from you or how much it requires you know, even and conscious parenting, especially when you're not getting sleep, rest uh, at all, you know, that makes it that adds, you know, further, further challenges mm. to that. So, so the actual lack of sleep on so many areas of, of, um, and not just the mum, you know, the father and, and the family unit itself. So, mm. um, yeah, I would, I would say, yeah, families on the brink, parents on the brink of divorce and, um, 
parents just not enjoying parenting as well which is really sad yeah that's yeah it's crazy hey because sleep is it's a basic need for all humans yeah and sleep deprivation is actually a torture technique it is yeah I can attest to that (laughs) (laughs) that's right right. it affects all parts of our emotional well-being Mm. no we're not not only does it affect us physically, I mean, we feel physically unwell. Um, we don't have the emotional capacity to to handle emotions or even just life itself. You know, we're always having stresses and, and things come up. But when we don't have sleep, the, our ability to handle even the, the simple tasks or stresses of, of daily life become really very, very challenging. Mm. How can you what can you give our audience today who are listening who may be in that space right now where they are desperately seeking some answers for their sleep deprivation and any anything anything or they're open to anything what 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 would you say to parents in this position now i would say you're definitely not alone yeah, I think it's just, I think one of the things about parenting, so many things that we experience in our parenting journey is the feeling that you are alone and that you either don't have the support to, to work through what you're experiencing um, or that no one else is experiencing what you are and, and you know, you, you feel like you, you're the only one going through, uh, you know, whether it's sleep deprivation or, you know, challenging, uh, you know, patterns with children. Uh, definitely not alone and there is help available and whether or not it you know it doesn't need to be in the form of a consultation but you know I've got plenty of free resources and we'll we'll touch on that um, you know down the track but um, you know it can be changed you know it's just uh, sometimes we we don't know until you know someone sort of sometimes we need the support you know someone to say hey you're not alone this is this is what we can do. You know, I try not to, with any of my clients, I don't say this is the only way um, to do things because I think once you start putting limits on, on, on the way that things have to be, you make it really difficult for anyone to be able to follow advice. I think every family is different. Every parenting style is different. The relationship and the family dynamics are different. So everyone will need something slightly different. And... Mm. And there's always something that will work. And I think it's just about being open to trying different things mm-hmm. um, and knowing that you don't have to do, you when, when people say sleep consulting and a lot of people think, oh, it means we have to let the child cry it out or we have to do behavioural techniques and I'm not into that. And there are a lot of parents who, who choose the conscious parenting route aren't into that either. And so I can assure you there is another way that doesn't involve the cry it out. And, you know, you can work you know work on strengthening your relationship with your child whilst you know improving sleep it doesn't have to be uh you know ruining your relationship and I know that yeah the cried out thing makes me want to cry myself you know mm. hearing all, the, all those sort of techniques that that people use to help children sleep um you know I, I don't think they they work that well I mean they can work but for the probably for the wrong reasons um mm. and it's there always is a better way but um, I feel. Mm. And what, what do you think is the most important thing to keep front of mind when faced with challenging sleepless nights? 
um, this too shall pass, right? <laughs> I, know, I know it doesn't help always in the moment, but you know you're not going to have these problems when your child's 21. You know, if if it, if you're co-sleeping and breast sleeping and and up every one to two hours, you know it does. Even though it feels like it's lasting forever, even it feels so big at the time. You know, like any transition, you know, teething, it's just a time, it's just a space in time, you know, and anything, no matter how difficult it might seem, can be improved. Um, you know, it's just you're making the time, the space and being prepared enough to change it. I think that's probably the diff most difficult thing for parents is feeling stuck, not knowing how to change it, but also not having the time and space either, you know, mm. you that a lot of parents get sort of stuck or treading water with certain things. And you know, some of the biggest things that I work with uh, for parents is, you know, co-sleeping, breast sleeping. So a lot of young babies, uh, even toddlers who are sleeping with mum and dad and are breastfeeding every one to two hours overnight, even, you know, up to the age of 18 months. And it just becomes this habit. And whilst we know that an 18-month-old doesn't need to feed so often overnight, it's really difficult sometimes when you're still not getting the sleep that you need to be able to make the changes and also not really knowing where to turn because you do need the support, whether or not it is friends, family, or someone like myself as a sleep consultant to guide them through strategies and steps and to provide emotional support while they go throughout the process. Because like anything that that's such an emotional, um, like it is an emotional journey, I guess, you know, working with children improve uh, sleep patterns it's very emotional for the parent and the child and in order to to make changes I feel it's really important to have support on some level you know mm. while you while you change and so that again can can add another whole lot of complexities can it to, to families if they don't mm. have that yeah yeah and so what would be the first step do you reckon to taking to to going through this I think wanting to change you know, I think parents need to get to a point where they're not willing to, they can't do it anymore. You know, sometimes if you're on the fence and not quite sure if you want to or not, I think everyone gets to that point where, you know what, that's it. I've just got to make change uh, and no one can do it for you. So just, I think deciding to make change is probably the first step mm -hmm. and then reaching out uh, for support, whether it's myself, whether it's you know, somebody else, um, you know, you, I think there's so many different people and methods out there that, you know, you've got to choose something that resonates with your parenting style and, and your beliefs and your values. I'm not saying I'm for everyone, um, but, you know, definitely having the strength to reach out and just mm -hmm. get started, I think would be my, my advice. Um, and knowing that it doesn't have to be as hard as what we think it is. I know mm -hmm. a lot of parents, come to me they think it's going to be a huge process it's going to take a really long time but if you're committed to the change uh it doesn't have to be long at all like mm -hmm. children are really resilient i think it's the parents or us that that uh that get in the way a lot of the time so that's my job to get you out of the way <laughs> <laughs> and and you said that that you had some free resources if parents were interested in finding yes. out more yeah, definitely. So I've got um, a, a webinar that's on my website. Uh, it's www.sleepplaylove.co. So there's a webinar there under sleep consulting, the sleep consulting page. And that's about a 45 minute webinar goes through uh, my key sleep shift. So that's a really good background to my approach and, and a few of the, the valuable uh, 
things that I put in place when I start working with parents. Um, mm. So, you know, like just the environment, emotional well-being, um, good things to have up your sleeve as far as that's concerned. And then also I've got a blog. So I've written over the years uh, many articles on a lot of different things um, from, from newborns up to toddlers, uh, toddlers resisting bedtime, um, and then catnapping, all the all the main sleep difficulties. So you can access there all, all on my website. And that's uh, there's actually a blog section there. So great. Yeah. And the village on Facebook too. The village. Yeah, yeah. So Facebook, it's a group um, and it's Sleep Play Love Village. So you guys can can jump on and join that and you can post sleep questions and everything and that's a free to join and uh, I jump on and we've got a great community there um, of other parents who either my clients previous clients or um, you know friends of of clients who have jumped on there for sleep support and everyone's really helpful so that's an option as well for you great thank you and um, if parents want to reach out and contact you directly how yes. can they do that they're probably just best to email me. So it's sophie at sleepplaylove.co and uh, you can yeah, just, um, request to have a chat or uh, we, can, we can book in a time. So that would be great. Love to hear from you. Cool. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time, Sophie. Yeah, um, it was lovely. Yeah, you too. You too. Yeah. Look forward to um, catching up soon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Cheers, Sophie. Bye. Bye. That was the lovely Sophia Cott and her book, Sleep, Play, Love. I have just finished reading and it is awesome. I've read quite a few books on sleep training and this one has been a breath of fresh air because it's not telling you exactly what you have to do it's not saying you must do this which is potentially setting you up for failure um, if it doesn't work it's more like a guide and it's got different ways that could work for you um, because every child and every parent is different and not every as Sophie said before not every technique is going to work for you and so, yeah, it's just, it's, um, it's really great. I highly recommend checking it out. Um, and I will put links to her resources in the description below. And uh, if it looks like something that you are needing at the moment, feel free to reach out to Sophie.